0: dope, thought-provoking content as Leticia unpacks and breaks down some of today's hottest, intriguing, and most salacious topics in and out of the headlines while she teaches you how to transform and take your life to the next level to live your best life authentically and out loud she's fine and her virtual couch is oh so comfortable y'all now let's get enlightened empowered and inspired with our west coast beauty Leticia. on Leticia's virtual couch now have a seat get cozy and let's listen in
1: A lot of hoopla about the soft life. What is the soft life? Now it's not to be misconstrued with being a pillow princess. It's essentially living a life of comfort and peace. And this can take many forms including traveling, dining out solo, venturing the spa, creating a garden, intending to that garden, a little retail therapy, upgrading a car, and your living quarters, but do not make this all about money. It's not so much about money as it is about peace that accompanies a life of luxuriating and caring for yourself. Self-care is not selfish. It's all about putting self first, placing your oxygen mask on, to prevent from exasperating, taking care of oneself in self-care, and leaving all stressful things, including toxic relationships and jobs, behind. It seems that the pandemic has kind of sort of reset a lot of people's mindsets into saying, hey, I rather a soft life than a hard life and I know I'm one of them I really didn't even know what it was called I just knew I came to a certain season of my life where I just did not want to work hard anymore and working hard this is not to say that you want to be lazy so I'm not saying that this is not to be mistaken as being a lazy bum <laughs> Or not having ambition, not having goals, not having vision, because if you know me, you know I have all of those things. However, it comes to a point of our lives where we have to work smarter and not harder. I think I've said in previous episodes that I can't even fathom working five days a week anymore. I literally like work two and three is maybe a stretch. Now, this is not to say that I don't work on different projects at my leisure, Um, which I do. But these are things that I love to do. These are like the things that I was created for my purpose. That includes writing my podcast, and things of that sort. Okay. So when I return from this short break on this soft, comfortable virtual couch, let's chat more about the soft life. Stay tuned. This is your girl, Latisha, coming to you from the virtual couch. I want to take a little bit of your time today to discuss how to find the right therapist. Now, like with anything, your hairstylist, your gardener, your medical doctor, it may take a few tries before you find the right fit. Finding the right therapist is no different. So stay the course and don't give up. Also, I want to empower you to ask questions. Do not feel like you're being intrusive by asking questions because guess what? This is the person that's going to lead you and guide you towards your healing. And this is a very important partnership. So I will say this even as a therapist myself, if a therapist becomes offended by any questions that you may have, just like with any other individual that I discussed before, like your doctor, your gardener, whoever, someone you know, working on your home. If they become offended, you're probably not gonna hire them, right? Exactly. Your therapist is no different. So don't feel offended. Don't be offended by the degrees and the licenses and yes, all those hard things we worked for, but we're here for you. And so it is your right to ask every question you need to ask to make sure it is the right fit for you. And again, it may take a few tries. And again, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person or that therapist is a bad person either. It just means that, you know what, they may not be the right person to guide you on your journey. Um, So I want to leave you with a few resources. Uh, psychologytoday.com is a resource where you can view various therapists and you can even input your area by your zip code your city and your state to find the therapist nearest you you can also go to therapyforblackgirls.com and therapyforblackmen.org please seek these resources out they are awesome there are some wonderful very experienced therapists on these sites, some of which are my beautiful colleagues. And I know the hard work that they do and they are waiting to hear from you. Okay. So I'm not going to take any more of your time because I know you can't rush to, can't wait to get to that computer, right? And search out that therapist. So I'm not going to say anything further. If you want to tell me about your experience, I would love to hear about it. Please email me at virtualcouchpodcast1 at gmail.com and happy hunting. Take care. The information provided on this platform is for informational purposes only. If you ever find yourself becoming triggered, please refrain from listening. If you ever feel like you want to hurt yourself or hurt someone else, please dial 911 or report to your nearest emergency room. Thank you.
2: Sometimes it just is what it is. If you have been around my social media for even five minutes, you know that I have opted for a very soft, very intentional life. Now, I have by no means perfected this life. Like, I am not being fed grapes on a chaise lounge while someone fans me. It's not that kind of soft life, although that does sound divine. I have, however somewhat mastered appreciating the little things, calculating my life in such a way where I get to enjoy things that I love, like travel, a lot of leisure, some of the finer things in life that at one point in my life, I never believed that I would even be able to indulge in. I have seen places, I have eaten food, I have had experiences that I never thought I would have in my wildest dreams. And it's all because I decided to live a very intentional life. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. But I do focus on doing things that give me great pleasure, that make me happy, that make me feel alive. Most importantly, I choose to live a life that is more thought out, planned out as much as possible, and not forced. A very intentional life. If you look around the interwebs, you will start to see, if you haven't already, the concept of soft living popping up, especially amongst women of color. A lot of us have decided that we just don't want to be the strong black woman anymore. A lot of us have decided that we don't want to hustle. We have given up the idea of forcing things in order to make them work or to make them come to fruition. A lot of women have discarded the concept of hustle culture because for many women, they found themselves either sick and sometimes in an early grave. The last thing I want to be remembered for is how hard I worked. I'd much rather be remembered for the creativity that I contributed to the world. And I don't need to kill myself in order to do that. And no, this doesn't mean that we're anti-work. It just means that we're anti make ourselves sick for our work. It means finding pleasure in little things, finding joy in our lives, instead of always waiting to do the next task. It means looking inward, being introspective and really finding our best self. It means creating spaces in our homes that bring us joy, that make us feel cozy and that make us feel safe and peaceful. It means finding inspiration, in expected and unexpected places. It means looking for the calm, the peace, the joy. That can be found in everyday, seemingly mundane situations, like thumbing through a magazine, or listening to music, or having a cup of tea, or staring out a window on a rainy day. There's so much joy and peace, calmness, clarity that can be found in these seemingly simple situations. Another aspect of soft living, soft intentional living is really capitalizing on femininity. And this is not a concept that is always accepted or looked upon favorably. Being feminine in the past has somehow been equated with being weak, being a victim, being passive. It's none of those things. If anything, living in your feminine energy is more about being calculated, not in a mean, manipulative way, but in a way that creates space for a woman to live the life of her dreams. Meaning that while you're maybe very meek, meaning that while you're maybe very genteel and demure, you're not a doormat. You can't be walked all over. Because above all else, you're extremely intelligent. The idea that a woman who lives in her feminine energy and who... Thrives from her feminine energy is somehow weak or passive or somehow not as strong or independent is actually a myth. Women who choose to be taken care of choose to be taken care of. They're often not forced. But it is a common belief that a woman who chooses to be Quote unquote dependent upon her partner has somehow boxed herself into a situation that she can never recover from or get away from. But in all actuality, these are typically the women who are the strength, who are the creative ideas, who are the gas that makes the car go. They are the inspirations that their partners need. It doesn't make them any less. It just makes them very thoughtful. Some of us don't want to be like the men. Some of us don't want to be strong all of the time. Some of us want to be damsels, not in distress, though, but rather we're damsels in decisiveness, damsels in our divine energy. And if we're really on our manifestation game, (laughs) damsels in Dior because why not? Again, it doesn't mean that we don't work. It doesn't mean we don't make money. It doesn't mean that we don't have something to quote unquote bring to the table, the worst saying ever. But it also means that we are open to doing things like loving on our children and grandchildren, running our household, loving our partners and cultivating our relationships and taking care of the things that tug at our heartstrings and that matter the most to us. This will not look the same for every woman. It should not look the same for every woman. And the choice to live softly should never be frowned upon. Ultimately, we should all give ourselves permission to do and be whatever it is that we choose to do and be. And I, (laughs) well, you already know, I choose to be soft.
0: Okay get back into your comfortable spot and get cozy to hear some more of our girl Letitia's dope jams. Now, let's listen in.
1: Creating a peaceful oasis is extremely imperative for me. I've always created a very peaceful environment and friends would always say <laughs> when they came over that they wanted to take naps at my home for some reason because it was so serene. The term soft life originated in the Nigerian influencer community as slang for living a life of comfort And low stress and I've always tried to have that type of environment as I exude that myself if you know me personally you know I'm very fun loving I live a very stress-free life I do I try to and um, when I began my self-care series I wanted to share with you all all of the things that I myself incorporate to live my best Life. And in order to live a best life, your best life, it has to be one that's stress-free, free of distress, free of drama, right? Although I know there are some of you out there that may like drama, but I don't. <laughs> I don't. Um, I'm never going to teach what I don't do myself. Okay? There's no frauds around here. Now, again, the term soft life originated in the Nigerian influencer community as slang for living a life of comfort and low stress. That is part of what makes soft life content so inspiring. The chance to imagine what life can feel like apart from the realities of Black women's labor. This is not to be mistaken for carelessness, ladies, as spending what you don't have, okay? Because that's going to get your asses out on the street. (laughs) And men... This is not to leave you guys out, but for this particular episode, we are speaking of women, but I did want to let you know that you too need to live a stress-free life as well. And you too deserve um, to have, I don't know if you want to call it soft life because some of you may have some uh, pushback about that, but you do um, deserve to live a life life free of stress. Um, so yeah, man, this is for you as well. Okay. But uh, again, I am going to talk more of the ladies and the reason why and even specifically black women, because I think a lot of us have been taught that we need to work hard to feel like we're being productive. But I'll get into all that a little bit later. okay? so living a soft life isn't about spending. okay? and I know I've seen some videos out there. They try to equate living a soft life with living a life of luxury, which can be luxury, right? And it will entail spending some money. I'm not going to lie. And it depends on what you can do, because if it's comfortable for you to take extravagant trips and you are not robbing Peter to pay Paul, then so be it. I'm not going to sit here and tell you no, because I love a good vacation, but I can afford it. Right. And uh, yeah, so live among and within your means. That's the indicator of living a soft life. Um, Because what you don't want to do, you don't want to overspend and then you're in debt and then you're living a very hard life out on the street. Okay. So you don't want to create more burdens for yourself. The key to living a soft life is living a life again of, you know, free of stress, right? So being productive, again, and I know I said this in other episodes, isn't copying off one's, uh, another person. It's being productive. And it's about paying our dues to the point where we can rest. See, I think a lot of times people get confused with living a soft life as just being lazy, not being productive, having no vision, having no goals. No. I am an avid believer that you have to crawl before you walk. So the the things that I'm doing now... There were some costs that I paid, you know, there were some things I needed to plant in order to reap the benefits of my harvest now, right? To enjoy the fruits of my labor. Okay. So rest now, but uh, you know, in the beginning (laughs) I can rest now in the beginning. I didn't, I think I told you guys in other episodes, I remember (laughs) and I almost cringe even thinking about it. And so glad that I did this when I was much younger But uh, being in grad school, I remember working full time. I had an internship, Um, what else? School full time. And so imagine having four to five classes and grad school is no joke. So there's no pop quizzes in grad school. You're writing papers. So imagine you have five classes, especially at a university like USC, where you're not skating by, you're really earning your keep being there. And you have anywhere from 15 to maybe 30 pages um, term papers due in each of those classes in the same week. So can you imagine (laughs) the craziness that I went through? I am so glad and I don't think I could do it now. I'm not even going to lie, even though I cringe when I say that because you sometimes don't know what you're capable of doing until you're presented with those things, right? Okay, but would I choose to do those things now? Absolutely not. And would I do it over again? To get to where I am, I would. But if I had a choice, absolutely not. (laughs) I'm just saying, okay? So one of the major criticism of the soft life movement is the reliance on consumerism is what I was just alluding to spending money to demonstrate participation in the trend so here you are you know with any trend there are gonna be people that are gonna try to emulate it keeping up with the Joneses and this is not what this is to be people it is not there is a heavy emphasis on stuff like the bags the cars the Pilates classes the vacations and you have a lot of people that are going into debt right now because of it okay All of that um, costs a lot of money. Now, if you can afford it, as I said before, then so be it. But money, (laughs) I know you probably heard this before, money does not equate to happiness. And it definitely doesn't equate to peace, okay? You can't buy happiness and it doesn't equate to peace. And that's far from living a soft life because debt is definitely not soft, it is rather hard, okay? Ask anybody who's ever been in it before. The more money for a lot of people, the more problems, okay? So, for some, living a soft life involves rebranding their lives. As a stay-at-home wife, and, and say for instance they worked a nine-to-five before, minus the children, I might add, <laughs> because that comes with its own. Even though children are precious, don't you know? Don't get me wrong, but they do add some stress, you know. I, hey, come on. Um, and sidestepping the need for a partner to foot the bill leaves out the transactional exchanges needed to secure that bag. So basically, living a soft life with all that was said is you should be able to do that by yourself okay it does it shouldn't require you having a partner that you guess what? Nothing's free, right? You're going to give up something. If it's just your sanity, you're going to give up something. Living a soft life is being able to luxuriate and take care of yourself, putting on your own oxygen mask and just living your best life. And again, it doesn't mean it's a life of being extravagant and overspending and all that stuff. Okay. It doesn't mean that at all. So when I come back from the break, I'll come back with more. Stay tuned. And black women are being affected the most by it. According to Eviction Lab, there were more than 434,000 evictions last year. So, for some context to this, the eviction moratorium was in place for a large portion of the year. But the number of renters at risk of eviction as of January spiked to about 3 million and counting. And of those, Black women have the highest average of eviction filed against them at 6.2%, compared to white women at 3.4%. Now that equates to one in four black renters living in a place where black eviction filing rates were almost double than that of their white counterpart. This is sad
3: news, but I'm also not surprised by this. I mean, a report came out just last year in the height of the pandemic, where it was basically saying that single mothers are the most at risk for homelessness. And you know who leads the category in single mothers? Black women. So, I mean, I mean this, is, this is all lining up when you actually understand what's happening in the economy and you have a solid grasp on how women are being impacted. This is not surprising. This is what is to be expected. But you know what bothers me about this the most is that while black women in reality, many of them are struggling financially and hitting on hard times. When you go online, you know what's being promoted? The soft life. And while black women are being told that they deserve the soft life, they're also being encouraged that marriage is not important. I mean, the amount of videos that I've seen lately go viral with hundreds of thousands of views and comments and likes where women are essentially trashing marriage has gone up. But here's the issue. Here is one of my primary issues with this whole thing. If you want to be a single independent woman, no shade, no issues. Have at it, have fun, good luck. But the issue is it's not like a lot of these single women, a lot of these women who choose to be single are being Puritans. And it's not like many of these women aren't deciding to have children. No, they're wanting to have kids. They forego marriage, but many of them still want to have kids. And so what we are doing, while not even really understanding it, while we're promoting this soft girl era, and at the same time telling black women they don't need men, they don't need marriage, we are literally promoting the very lifestyle that is leading to evictions we are literally promoting the very lifestyle that is leading to financial chaos to financial ruin this is what's happening nobody's really talking about what it actually means to not only live your life as a single person long term but how that impacts you if you decide to have a kid only the elite quite frankly, only the elite high earning black woman can afford to be single and raise a kid financially. And we're not even talking about the emotional support, the structural support. We're not even talking about what it means to not really have a father in the home, but nevertheless, only the elite woman can do that. Most women cannot. Most women, when they find themselves in that situation, struggle financially. And this is a big reason, in my humble opinion, this is a big reason why you do have black women being evicted at a higher rate, at a higher rate than black men because black women have more kids than black men and black women are more, and black women had more single parent households than black men. And so when we promote this culture that it's okay to not get married and it's okay to, you know, live by yourself and do yourself and fend for yourself, but we don't talk about the consequences that can arise when you decide to still try to create a family without the structure of a family. (laughs) Like that to me is very, very, very dangerous. It's super dangerous. And so this is the sad thing about this entire scenario that bugged me. On one end, we're seeing the reality of black women being evicted at a higher percentage than anyone else at a higher percentage of any other women. And yeah, we go online and w- women are being told that they're living a soft life. And you know what? Maybe, maybe this is their hope, you know what I mean? Maybe this is their hope dope. You know, maybe this is their hope, maybe this is, you know, the fantasy that they need to escape to believe that one day they'll have a better life. So maybe that's what it's about. But I'm, you know, I just, I don't, I don't think it's helpful to not give women the reality of what could be. And listen, this is no shade to somebody who does fall on hard times. Hardworking good people fall on hard times. So I'm not here to shame anybody who may find themselves in this scenario. But what I am saying is that it's not helpful to try to present a lifestyle to a woman that is highly unrealistic and that most women may never even necessarily get. And it's also not helpful to downplay one of the things that actually leads to financial stability. Marriage is not just about financial stability. There are plenty of other benefits that arise from being married, but financial stability is usually one of them. But by downplaying that and making it seem as if that is one of the worst things to do, while a lot of women who are choosing to go the other route and not marry and have kids end up worse off. Hey, welcome to Latisha's
0: audience comment section. Don't forget to drop those voice messages on Anchor app. And email at Podcast at Podcast one at gmail.com. Now, let's listen in. Have a seat on the Virgil couch.
1: Get it, girl. Let's go. in an article discussing the soft life it discusses how black women now are able to live in our feminine energy it's all about choosing what works best for our lives unapologetically only accepting what adds peace and not those things that subtract peace from us the soft life is living a life of mindfulness intentionality it's smelling the roses and living in the present, the here and now, if you will. The soft life will be different for each and every one of us, okay? But you have to remember that you deserve a life where you are working smarter and not harder. I naturally and gradually grew into living a soft life. And as black women, we are often taught and made to believe that we are not working hard if we're not beating ourselves <laughs> to a pulp, working ourselves to a thread, okay? And we are still being productive if we if we don't do so. But a lot of times we equate hard work and just beating ourselves with productivity, and that is a lie. Many of us saw the matriarchs of our families work themselves to high blood pressure, diabetes, strokes, and even death. When I arrived to a certain season in my life, um, I began to refrain from accepting nor using the trope strong black woman or black girl magic. And I used to use those things. And the reason why I stopped using those because I felt it made us subhuman to the point where other races don't even believe we feel pain to the same capacity or intensity as others. If you read um, various articles, and I won't go into here, but I think in a previous episode, I did speak on that in the medical field. There are medical schools that are still teaching that black people do not feel pain to the same level of intensity and degree as other races. And that is very dangerous. And there has been a lot of lives lost because of that lie, okay, that falsehood. Black women are natural nurturers to the world. Yes, we are. And we often find it difficult to fathom putting our needs before others. And we need to start doing that, ladies. It's all about thriving and not merely surviving, okay? We are then able to be a benefit to other people when we do that. Again, and I will use this analogy to the cows come home on an airplane. We are taught to put our oxygen mask on first for a reason, because you cannot help anyone else survive if you are dead yourself, okay? As a therapist, it is very imperative that I intentionally carve out time for me and refrain from anything, (laughs) and I mean anything, with any morsel or hint of toxicity, If it doesn't add peace, I can't allow it in my life. Simple as that, guys. I just don't have the mental stamina nor capacity for it anymore. And I used to do it, but I just cannot anymore. Um, We can work hard and still be productive. You have to just give yourself permission. And man, again, I said, I don't want to leave you you out because I know some of you guys are going to be whining in my email. (laughs) This is for you too, but... Especially ladies, because especially as black women, sometimes we have to be reminded that we need care, too. You know, we need love, too. We need to turn that love that we show to everyone else inward. Okay. This means loving some things and people from a distance. And I'm not talking about your normal riffs and you're going to have your normal spats and your relationship stuff. Right. So let's be clear. I'm a lover of life, but I'm realistic, and I know those things are just come with the with relationships sometimes. When you have two people with two different set of baggage, <laughs> histories, and ideas even, you're gonna have some rifts sometimes, okay? But not to the point to where it takes the majority of your relationship, no. That's toxic, and that means that you are not to be with that person, okay? All right, now. To some, living a soft life, I you know, like I said before, you think it it requires money, and it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, again, it is carving out time and just seeing how to best navigate life. Um, I saw a meme not too long ago, and I discussed it with one of um with one of my aunts, and I thought it was so poignant. It was so. Oh, when I say. Straight to the point, but things that I've said before, we work so hard, and it's almost like industries dangle this carrot in front of your face. Oh, retirement. And I don't know, just in my young, I've always been wise, guys. Not putting myself on a pedestal, but I've always thought like, why would I wanna work at a job 20 to 30 years and only have this amount of time left. <laughs> it just never made sense to me. So I always had an entrepreneurial spirit about myself. Like, no, and who's to say that I have to take a vacation once a year? I'm gonna take a vacation whenever I feel like it. And when when I work for myself, I'm able to do that. So the meme basically said, you work all these years to retire about 65, 67, when the life expectancy is about 75. So that means you have about, what, 10 years? And that's not even guaranteed, right? So you may have about 10 years left to do your traveling and things. Get out of here. And again, that's not even guaranteed. And who's to say that I have the stamina and the wherewithal mentally (laughs) and physically to be able to do those things that I once was able to do that I can do right now, right? So, enough of my rambling. Um, I didn't want this episode to be so long because, look, I'm living a soft life, right? <laughs> and I have some things to do that, um, that is about, that's adding to my self-care, rather. And um, as we speak, as I'm um, recording this, I'm going to be going to the gym right after this. <laughs> Something that I want to do. And I know for some of you guys, that's not living a soft life because you don't like to work out, but I do. <laughs> All right? So... Give yourself permission. I just want to leave you with this. Give yourself permission to live a soft life, ladies. And anything that compromises or impede upon that has to go. Simple as that. And with that said, go live your soft, best life. Ciao.
0: Didn't she just drop some jams? Come back soon for some more of her intellectually stimulating conversations with a dose of humor laced with that dope L.A. swag. Keep doing your thing, beautiful. She's out. Peace.